My Talkers, Monday, 5 o'clock somewhere, and it is 5 o'clock here right now with Lori and Julia in studio at My Talk 1071. We've got a great hour ahead here, so sit back and enjoy. I'm trying to breathe through my turtleneck because Julia's in here hacking, hacking away. And you, did you wear a mask on the plane at least? Oh, leave me alone. Oh, that means she didn't. I had masks everywhere. Okay, good. I'm sick of I'm sick of being sick. Yeah. I will say that. All I right. was, I'm sick of me. Okay, so okay. Grant, you saw Wakanda forever for the third time? Second time. Second time, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it was actually up 1%. It was really mm-hmm. the only movie that had, this was the saddest, most dismal, Thanksgiving yeah. movie. Well, what was one movie you wanted to see besides Wakanda Forever? Give me one. Um, the Steven Bill Spielberg one I kind of want to see. Yeah. I would have gone to Devotion, the Glenn Powell, the naval pilot, the okay. biopic, the true story. Didn't get a lot of press. Uh, well, Just it saying. didn't, but I, I think what's happening is that it's like what was happening in 2019. We were getting hints of this, that there was... So many options for people on streaming, yep. watching movies at home, that what was going to be the thing to get people back into right. a movie theater? Well, that my- was happening even before COVID. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, and... It's Marvel. It really is. You know, when you say it, though, And, it, and Glass Onion right. did very well. Yes. That yeah. did that okay. That looks good. That might have done something, but it was the least amount of movie going that's happened um ever and you know what i was looking all weekend because i did see this a second time and so i kind of planned it out strategically to find where i thought would be not a full theater and so i went on saturday afternoon during the gopher football game oh. thinking it would be empty theater was full when i bought my t- oh. tickets there was nobody but for ev- wakanda for wakanda yeah. all weekend long i kept looking at times they were selling out all weekend long. It was up 1% over the week before. So it is, it's on a path to glory. It's gone past 300 million. And um, I'm saving up for Avatar 2. And then Ticket to Paradise. I don't know if anyone's seen that. I still want to see it. That you can see that. Oh, for free now? Yeah. I it think, was $21. Well, before. it might not quite be for free yet, but right. Tar. Nothing. People don't want to see that. I really don't. And um, people uh, don't want to see Bones and All. Who's in that one? Again? That's Timothy Chalamet, the one that's in no Minnesota idea. about the people eating. Chris oh, Ewan told yeah. us about eating yeah. other people yeah, cannibalism. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Roger Freeman said there'll be gnashing of the teeth over at MGM because that made 3.7 million Ooh. over five days. Ooh. It's a huge flop because um, it's playing at 2,800 theaters. Again, you know, I'm, I'm this, questioning. Putting out a cannibalism movie oh, yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a I, I'm questioning just some of the choices. Um, Boy. Glass Onion and, Devo- you know and De- Devotion didn't do too bad. It got $9 million and right. It wasn't in, you know, this that many. many theaters. And Glass Onion made like $13 million in three days. But yeah, this uh, Bones and All People Stayed Away From and Droves. And then for that Disney. Was that with MGM? You said, yeah. Did you see Mark Burnett? He is he exit- stepped down. Yeah, the he's the main chairman of MGM. He stepped down today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to be out in March, but well, MGM also um, wrecked Till. Yeah. That movie could have been a huge hit if that had been marketed at the right time and right. everything, and not. They were very hesitant to tie. 
It was to talk October. about what it was about, but everyone yeah. knows that who Emmett Till is. It was it, a heck of a story. It, it isn't like, you know, anyway. So, yeah, if he was the head guy at MGM, no wonder they did gnash their teeth and they fired somebody. So, mm-hmm. and then Glenn Powell is got a GQ exclusive that is so really good. Yeah, he's, you he's know, kind of beautiful. He's so hot. He's so hot. He is wonderful. And, you know, he was going to be a star in 2019 when we saw him in figures. <laughs> He was, and then yep. the pandemic, yep, he happened. was one of those He actors. was on the way, yeah. He was on the way, and then the pandemic had. So his delayed moment is happening. It's happening for Jonathan Major, who's his co-star in Devotion. He's actually the star. Anna de Armas, you know, 2019 Knives came out. And even though Blonde isn't the greatest movie, but she's maybe having the moment. But in this thing on Glenn Powell, um, uh GQ was like, you know, at one time this movie Devotion on a Thanksgiving weekend would have been a thirty million right box office. Right. But again, it is. There are all these other things that people are watching and vying for attention. So it did nine million, but it's gotten very good reviews. And he can be proud of producing this because he was he was reading a book about Tom Hudner and Jesse Brown, the two characters right, that he and Jonathan yeah. play. He was on a fishing trip and he read their true story and he got the movie made. Like with Pretty a big lot deal. of persistence. Yes. He hadn't been in Top Gun. He'd just been right. in Hidden Figures. He also is writing and the next um, thing he's going to be in is a movie called Hitman, which is based on this Texas guy who's a true crime writer and now podcaster that people... That love true crime. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. his name um, Skip Hollinsworth. He's apparently the best investigative journalist working in true crime today. And it, so this hitman is based on this story from two thousand and one. Um, and Glenn Powell also he's a true crime fan, and he's read this story, heard the story, and now he's optioned this, and he's writing. Another thing, and you know, Tom Cruise chased him to be, be in to be in Top Gun because he was originally going to play Rooster, the part that Miles Teller had. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's what they cast him, and then they're like, "No, we're going to give this role." He just he kind he was offended, basically. Huh. And Tom Cruise chased him down and said. Take this smaller role because you're going to be able to make it your own in a way that Rooster can't. Yeah. You know, I'm going back to the competition and the movie theaters and other things like that. Yeah. If you make a good movie, um, a really good movie, people will go see it in a theater. I I think like the bones and all. I mean, that just. Well, yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah. But, but like devotion is a perfect example. That seems like a movie. something you would have gone see. But now we have five so G, four G in our homes. The picture is unbelievable. So what side of the argument are well, you I'm on? Just saying, You're on both sides right now. No, yeah. and I'm also seeing like at home. I like the six episode, the eight episode stories. Mm-hmm. I like storytelling that way now. I mean, it's kind of yeah. I don't look for movies to watch at home as much as I look for a show. Shows. A show. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to be engaged too long. Well, Devotion seems like a movie you'd want to see on the big screen. Naval. Do you think you'll go to it? That, yeah. Any uh, yeah, war Casey type. And I, might go I think this it sounds weekend. good. See, yeah. That, yeah. See, I, I'm on the elk of, I think that 
movie theaters are doing well right now because of certain movies Marvels. that bring you Marvels yeah. or Devotion, these war movies, these these hero but movies. Like, Devotion only got nine million. I, of course, it was only in eight hundred theaters, but yes. still, it it is a movie that would have made more money. Sure, in the past, in things the past. have changed. Yeah, yeah. Look but, at our radio. Program. But like you said, Lori, with the watered down aspect of so many options to watch at home, it has to be a damn good movie yeah. to bring me to the movie theater right now. Right. It has to be a popcorn type movie, but which actually, is usually like a summer blockbuster. I do love going to movie. Last thing we saw was Elvis. Oh, that was so and that was a block. But I mean, that yeah, was Elvis's yeah, story. I mean, those are those are the kind yeah. of movies that will bring me to you. But like, you know, The Menu, which is a movie that came out this weekend and it only had five. Did anyone million. like that? I've talked to two people that work here, Mike and Don. They loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Very quirky thriller. It, it looks gory. It, go- you would hate right. this movie. But you would I heard, absolutely hate this movie. But it's, is it, is it, it's just not getting me to go to the theater to see it. But I heard it's amazing. You know why? Because people don't want to see hands and feet and other body parts be part of the menu Good point. on a restaurant. I quit on an eating island. toenails years ago. Right, that's right. <laughs> and people say that they don't have calories. Yeah. Oh yes, they do. There's residual yeah. calories hidden all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel both ends of it, but I feel like it's the watered yeah, down right. part of streaming, and it has to be a real eye catcher. And at right now, you kind of, yeah. I'm lazy too. Yeah. That's All right, the other, well, the other thing. While you two are waxing we about are. this, I just yes, I just on. wanted to say that the other thing from the GQ article about Glenn Powell is that Denzel Washington, that actor whisperer himself, because he's the one who called Boz Lerman and said, "Hey, you got to yes. audition yeah. this kid, Austin I'm Butler, there, who yeah. I'm acting with on Broadway." Denzel met the young Glenn Powell in Texas. I don't know how, if he was an extra, but he okay. convinced him to move to L.A. and give acting a shot. Wow. Denzel. He did? What yeah. is this? Is he doing He's the godfather. He's a mentor, yeah. He's a godfather yes. of uh, Hollywood, like, in a way. So, He's got an eye. Yeah. Crimson he Tide. So, I was just watching that. Denzel, Crimson Tide. And oh, Denzel's in that one. And that's I was a good movie. I was talking yes. about with my dad, and I just watched it, and mm-hmm. I was trying to remember what one it was. But, yes, yeah. great movie. He is the whisperer. He can see... He can pick out talent. Yeah. And even when the Will Smith thing was going on, he was there to like right. kind of console Some him. levity there. Yeah. And then how about this dress? You probably, this, uh, not this dress, this thing, you probably missed it, but um, we posted this. Remember when I was at the Dior, Dior I Museum this. and yes. I was sending you yes. the T-length dresses yes. with the nipped in waist? So this woman who was a personal assistant to Elizabeth Taylor died and when her family was going through her things, she came across a trunk of clothes Jeez. from 1971. Jeez. And inside were some of Elizabeth. It was like it was like a wardrobe that had been packed maybe for the Elizabeth Taylor won won an Academy Award in 1961. Oh. In this dress. I love I and love everything dress. was wrapped. It, nothing is. It was wrapped it didn't yellow. There yes. was no decoloration or anything. It's that goes- just gorgeous. And I guess Elizabeth Taylor loved to travel with this dress. The, her, the waist is just tiny, mm-hmm. but it was her former personal assistant um, that just found this trunk. They just found it. Wow, it's that's like, those like love letters. That's like the love letters yeah. for Bob Dylan. They sold for six hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Wow, yeah. we talked about those when you were gone. I was like, wow, what yeah. a find. That's a so yeah. it's up for auction. Right. She, she wore the dress with opera length gloves, Julia. 
It's lovely. And it's really pretty, Oscar. though. I love the. It? I love it. It's like a chiffon. I I just love the skirt. It's it like a bell. Just looks like whipped cream. Yes. Yeah. It's posted too. All right, so yeah, you thank you. Again. All right, listen. We'll be right back with the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Wait. Hi, Holly. She's just hacking her way around the Whatever. office. <laughs> My God. And Lori's letting me know. Well, people are nervous. You know, well, coughing, that's fine. Coughing is, and sneezing has taken a whole new meaning it since really 2020. Has. It has. Like when you were traveling, you know, you don't even want to sneeze oh, anywhere. Never. Oh, Holly, hello. How Hi. was your Thanksgiving? Hello. It was it was just fine, relaxing, didn't accomplish anything, but that's the way I like it. That's yeah, but wasn't Holly. it kind of nice out? It was, it was sort of beautiful winter weather. I like it. Oh, yeah, the weather was great. Lots of walks to be had yeah. before the three to five inches of snow we're expected to get tomorrow. Is that how much we're going to get? Oh, God, yeah. that is not even a lot. Is but that it's how enough, much? It's enough, Julia, to just mess with our Santa stop. And now it looks all like it's of all going to be very far south. It'll be the Chan people and Chaska people will come out and see us. That is right. Yeah. So plan your travel accordingly. Okay. Tis the season to drive slowly. Yes. <laughs> and yes, go to Chanhassen Dinner Theater tomorrow for the Santa stop. Yeah, Bring toys. Picking it off. Oh, uh, well, this uh, this story that we're kicking off the dirt alert with this afternoon, uh, jury's back in session in the Janie Masterson rape trial. And uh, they were unable to reach a verdict the last time that we checked in with them on November 18th. But the new development today is that two jurors tested positive for COVID-19 and one of the four alternate jurors came down with strep throat so the judge is replacing those jurors with COVID with two alternates and has told the jury to start over with their deliberations wow okay all right but they haven't scrapped the case yet it's just adding in the alternates exactly do you know the story with what Lisa Marie Presley she got called in for a deposition on this but then they decided they it wasn't. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They couldn't use it. They've had, the judges had to, it's been so hard because they're like, well, Scientology isn't on trial, yet all these people were 
or are in Scientology, and they suppress and make all crimes be your fault. The person who had a crime against yes. them. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have a little insight from Leah Remini. Now, she's sharing some th- facts, as she calls them, over on Twitter concerning mm-hmm. this. Okay. So take it for what it's worth. We take it a lot. <laughs> so, well, what she's saying is fact. Lisa Marie Presley was told by Jane Doe 1 that she was raped by Danny Masterson just after it happened. Here's what Leah Remini also tweeted out today. Fact, Lisa Marie was pressured into obstructing justice by Scientology and was going to testify to this under oath. Mm-hmm. What Leah Remini points to is decisions like this is how Scientology survives. Survived. 100%. Because the judge then said it wasn't relevant. 100%. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, she had direct testimony. Yeah, the know. woman testif- you know, said mm-hmm. to her, Danny raped me. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa Marie was willing to like even be charged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Wow. That tells you somehow the power of Scientology and the legal system. Or apparently, we're getting a documentary about this. Very. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say it's a documentary, but there's a very high up L.A. police um, official that's who, been paid off by yes, the Scientologists. Supposedly, for years. yes, for years. yes. But remember, way back when. They were supposed to go do the wellness sure. check on Shelly. That's right. We're Shelly Mescovesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, she's fine. And wow. Leah's like, well, did you see her? No, it's all good. And Leah Remini, you know, highlight has been vocal about these alleged ties between mm-hmm. the LAPD and the Church of Scientology. Right. That, so she has been somebody on social media who has been calling this out. So Think mm-hmm. about how many people have been taken advantage of. And then within Scientology, if you're part of it, they're like, it's your fault. And you need to you know, do this and that. And you can't go to the police. And the police are like, oh, you're a Scientology member. We don't really take these things. Like, who does that? Right. It's almost like they've created some alternate world. It's just mm-hmm. horrible. Yeah. So w- what we know today is as far as this Danny Masterson case, yeah, if they... the jurors unable are unable to reach a unanimous verdict, the judge will have no choice but to declare a mistrial. Wow. Yeah. So we will see. And they, what... were, they were a hung jury. Right. In the old jury lineup. Yeah. So we have two new jurors. They have to start from scratch. We will see what the jury deliberates and, and reaches a verdict in this case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, the judges kept giving them, and Scientology is not on trial right. here, but it's inextricably it's, bound. So It's a lifestyle. It's what they do. It's who they are. Yeah. Mm, that tax-exempt lifestyle. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, let's move on to Fashion House Balenciaga. Uh, now apologizing for these photographs that were part of their 2022 ad campaign that featured children with teddy bears dressed up in BDSM outfits. Bondage. Mm-hmm. Little, little, little leather, little leather bear and girl daddies, zaddies and maddies or whatever they're called. I mean, because they're like unisex bears, but they all were dressed up in harnesses and little hats, and then little kids were posing with them. Well, that's dumb. I mean, I can see the teddy bears being dressed up And Balenciaga is suing the producers of the campaign, but that smells fishy to me because what creative... I mean, 
There's a lot of back and forth. There is, so, but I mean, how can Balenciaga, the fashion house, not approve their own ad? It doesn't well, make any sense. Well, Lori, you got you got some good questions. It's the same person that got the beer sponsorship in Cutter. Oh, oh my goodness, he's losing a job for Bush. Right, Anheuser oh. Bush guy. Mm. Oh my gosh. Well, so the story goes is that Balenciaga is filing and has filed a twenty-five million dollar lawsuit against the producers of this photo shoot they're putting the blame on them no the folks who produce the photo shooter shooter like no balenciaga was there on the set the entire of time they were and gave the okay for all of this which is including but not limited to a court decision from the supreme court of the united states on child porn laws mm. in this photo shoot Wow. Yeah. Kim Kardashian coming out last night to make a statement on social media, uh, distancing herself from the fashion house, saying that she is reevaluating her deal with Balenciaga as a result of this photo shoot. And then two hours later, photos are released of her wearing Balenciaga. Basically, they look like jean underwear diapers. Like hot pants with the pockets sticking out. Who released? Who released Balenciaga? Well, no, Kim did, oh. but she's wearing Balenciaga. You know, I well, mean, well, Nicole Kidman is with yeah, them, no, no, and she no, but she's the most because she's the current one, sure. and she's the one who was dressed in sausage casing at the Met and dressed in the tape. She's the when you think Balenciaga, it's like Kim and Kanye. He w- walked in the mud thing, but Balenciaga, they've been problem. Do I remember the ski mask that had like that, uh, like a caricature of a black face on it and a get out of Africa bag? I mean, they've done all kinds. They got some people that are not too smart running things over there. Well, Kim Kardashian is reevaluating her relationship with Balenciaga. No word yet is she's going to officially cut ties, but she had some stern words. They've done you no favors. Almost everything you wear that's Balenciaga is, you look like stuffed sausage in it. It's all just wrapped (laughs) and bound and shiny. She looks like the Chinese child. She can do better. She looks like the child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. If anyone remembers that character. Do you remember that character? She looks like that character because that's how she used to dress. <laughs> Fat Bam Bam. Fashion Rumaki. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. You're welcome. Have a oh, nice day. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I saw some uh, friends this weekend who, um, you know, you're always laughing about like funny times in college. And my one girlfriend says to me, she says, you know, I remember you were the first person to tell me about peeing after sex. <laughs> no one tells you that. No, yeah, no. and she no said, one and tells I, you that. I couldn't believe it. And then I, you know, she said I asked my mom, and my mom said, "Oh, I just thought they'd tell you about that, like in one of your cla- sex ed classes. Where were those high classes? In yeah, high school I or whatever. Those. But so I just thought, okay, that 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 holds for men and women. But it turns yes. out we're all peeing after sex wrong. Okay, here's oh, the God. deal. All right. Well, we're doing it pretty good, Julia. All right. What are we supposed um, to do? I don't want people to be too confused, but um, um, the most common um, sex injury is a UTI. Yes. You know, really. I would agree. That's Which what is a I would call a sex infection. That's right. It's a, it's a sure, it's a sex injury as far as I'm concerned, because usually when someone has it, it's brought on by sex. Unless mm. you're older. 
They yes. get them all the time. Right. Or you were somebody who didn't know about peeing after sex. Right. Because peeing after sex is a surefire way to prevent any chance of having, yep. you know, a UTI. But when you pee after sex is actually different for men and women. I went to one of my sexologists okay. that I trust. And she explained to me that women can significantly reduce the chances of getting a UTI if they pee before and after sex. Oh. As this flushes any unwanted bacteria from the urethra in both directions. Got before it. and after. Got it. And, um, and then for men, a guy can wait for up to 15 minutes after sex, after penetrative sex. I don't even know men that get pee. uterize. Huh? Oh, yeah. They, oh. Yeah. Well, the biggest problem... For most men, after mm-hmm. is the uh, sprinkler factor. Yes, oh. <laughs> it's not a yeah, not an even stream. It's a sprinkler. Yeah. So this is so, so for yeah. men though they can wait after penetrative sex. Okay, so I'm not I'm not talking about a BJ, right? You know, but they can wait for up to. I can't believe you just said that on the air. <laughs> and first, I want to go back to the sprinkler system. Is that a clean, cleaning thing in the bathroom? No. no yeah. Think yeah. about it. Uh, it's I'm just, teasing. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so disgusting, but it is a nice clean way of putting it. That's yeah. what made me feel comfortable sharing what i just shared yeah me too yeah. about what penetrative sex sure. was yes yeah. thank you so a guy can wait up till 15 minutes after penetrative sex to pee i asked uh chantal olson my sexologist <laughs> oh, why why and she said men have a longer urethra oh. than women meaning bacteria has a longer distance to reach the bladder mm. whereas women need to just like, you don't mean, we want a pillow talk, we want to cuddle, but jump up and pee. Oh, right away. Right Get away. Get that done with. Oh. Right away. Which is why I think maybe in college there were so many UTIs. Yeah. Well, you didn't know about we it. We didn't know about it. No. And I told my friend about it because she told me she kept getting UTIs. And I remember someone at Planned Parenthood had asked me about peeing, and I never knew that. So Right away. Anyway, so now it's just, you know, it's the holidays. Men, it's men have eight to, to nine inches of a urethra. Yes. And, and women, women have, have three and 1. a half. 1.4. Yeah, oh, that's right. it? That's yep. it. Yep. Oh. That's why we don't mean to be rude. We want to come back and snuggle, wuggle, and, you know, whatever, and have our sexy pillow talk. But we got to just, you know. You got to go. You're, we're fine with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but like in college, maybe you don't know that. People, yeah. you know. You got to lay there to be respectful, and I don't want to joke. Yeah. I get yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. be smart. Yeah, clean it thank, out. Oh, Lori, thank you. I, I, it's you know, it's my Thanksgiving sex Monday, and oh, and, uh, and the sexologist Chantel, Chantel Ottens. I sorry, I quoted her wrong name. Um, now here is. I feel like I want to do this because you know I'm worried. He, well, I'm worried. No, wait a minute. You, 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 Julia, you <laughs> use dating apps, and I did. And one of the things that you know. We learned together yes, while you we were did. dating because we, we were together on this. Mm-hmm. But one of the things is we that... We really were. But one of the things when you are being open about who you are online, you don't want to say things like you're recently out of a relationship. No, 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 no. You don't want to give too much info. You Because these are red flags for people, con artists and, you know, sexual predators to target people. When the you, catfishers. The catfishers are all out there. They use dating apps to look for vulnerable people. 
Yes, one hundred percent vulnerable points of their life, just like Scientology. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. but you kind of don't real. You think, oh, I'm going to really be very honest, and let's face it, a lot of times when people that are on some of the dating apps, um, you know, they might be people that have been in a relationship for a long time or been married a long time. So the last time they dated, none of this was out there, right? And we could be more trusting of. People. Who we met in bars or sure. through friends, because to a certain degree or through work, there was some vetting. Yes. Now, people just make up crap. Yeah. Yeah, and you really got to be, um, you know. You need to sh- hold your personal information but, tight. And you want to know who's the most targeted online are college students. You would think that college students would have more expertise, but they're the most likely to be targeted. Well, that's scary. Yes. And the most vulnerable. Okay. Yes. For scammers? For sexual predators, sexual predators, for people it. having you know Too sexual trusting. assault after meeting someone for the very first time, very trusting because you have always known apps. This has been your Good world, call. so there's sure. a little bit more trusting thing. Yeah, that was uh, something that kind of um, surprised me, but yet it doesn't if you think about it. Right, think about how naive you are, but you think you know so much. So anyway, just like if you've got a friend or, you know, somebody that's out there, like, you know, do the old two-step dating coaching thing together. Have a friend yes. look at everything before you publish. Or put oh, you don't want to put your stuff out. Be careful. Yeah. But also, it's totally fun, and you might totally meet people. So yeah. many people. I met so many great you, people. Yeah, you did. And yeah. But you had to learn something the hard oh, way. Yeah. And one 100%. of those things was like, don't put in that you're recently well, I never did out that. of a no, relationship. I never did that anyway. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. But anyway, but we know people that have. But that's interesting about the age group, because that's, so that's a good thing to warn your kids about. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because think, think about how easy it would be for a sophisticated catfishing thing to well, happen. More sexual predators I see in that age group yes, than the catfishing because there the, isn't the money. Yeah, that's it's true. more sexual predators Predator than catfishing older. Yeah, which is you know, even scarier. You're it's right. not about finances at that age. Right, you're not. You don't have people, any. You don't have any. You're very wrong. You're very right. I mean. Um, let's see. Oh, and then this is the bluffing season. Although maybe the bluffing season ended last week. Cause Explain. If you're, if you're still dating someone after Thanksgiving, you've got like just a week to get out. Yep. Before you have to get a present. That's right. Or go meet their families. Yeah, quit the act and be honest. If, if, if that's what you want. Yeah. Or hang in there and have fun. Called the bluffing season because people like to bluff because they're lazy. Julia. Oh, Lord, you're so funny. Well, this is what they're calling And it. what are we bluffing that I like you? Yes. I'm yes. bluffing. Yes, Bluffer. because you want to have someone like to maybe do the oh. holidays right. with. You know, you were alone, they, alone last year. Yeah, you were alone last year. Listen, it isn't all that bad being alone at the holidays. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I spent a lot of Christmases yes. by myself because our family would always do Christmas Eve. Right. And I, I'm telling you. It's not that bad. You know what? You got to get comfortable with honest. yourself and yeah. get happy. And I'm oh, I convinced. did so many puzzles. Yeah. I remember the Bridger change. Julia, I, so I mean, happy. I'm convinced that all of that like gave you really good insight to yourself, so that when you were ready to meet the right person, you recognized him and saw him and let him see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my green glory and Saint Paris. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, just ask yourself: Are you being bluffed, or are you worst bluffing. of all? Are you bluffing someone else? Yeah. Because people will just kind of ignore, um, you know, little red flags. Uh, and um, <laughs> how do you figure out if you're in a bluffing situation? Tell you us. Ask? 
So if it's not real, it won't last. That's true. Okay? Yeah. And the slower you go, the faster love grows. Take your time to date. Okay? okay. Say it like it is. Okay. okay. I didn't follow any of those rules. I didn't either. I, went, I, didn't, the second, I didn't follow one. Yeah. The second one doesn't make sense to me because I feel like the slower you go, it's going to not develop into anything. Because you want, like, you're not getting that response, that initial response. Well, you take your time to date. You notice who you feel comfortable with rather than settling for whoever comes along. There you go. That makes sense. That's it. You know, you don't need to be in such a rush to, you know, introduce or all of that. And then say it like it is. Like, if you don't really, if you're not really into somebody right away and you can tell, just go ahead and tell them. That's the truth. It it really, it isn't hard to do that no, but remember but when you had to do is. that and you were like, oh, you were, and I'm like, you don't even know him. I you know. only know him one time. I know. Don't feel bad. In the beginning of those dating stages, yeah. it's hard to be true to yourself it because is. you want to be as presentable to that person as you can be. But then you become older and you're like, I want to be who I am. I'm just going to lay it out. I yeah. don't agree with that or I agree with that. All and right, I so love it. Bluffing, not cuffing. Okay, thank you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and you heard it here live. That's right. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, so I have a little, um, you know, we've been talking about stream it, skip it, what to watch, what not to watch. And I can't tell you how disappointed I was when our boy Justin Hartley um, from This Is Us, Kevin, was in this movie, a Christmas movie called The Noel Diary. Oh, it looks so bad. It it was even worse. It was even worse Um, than bad? Yeah, it really, I was really sad because I thought he's an author and... You Justin know, is not an author. No, in this movie, oh, in it's a it's a author. holiday movie, Lori. <laughs> okay, it's a holiday. I, now I'm mad at his agent that he well, can't get Kevin better roles. I am too. Well, he got him the Kevin tequila because remember he came here this summer for the tequila. But I'm telling you, this, I don't know anybody who's ordering Justin Hartley tequila. I'm no, it's a local guy's <laughs> oh, tequila, and he kind of was at Facebook oh, okay. for a little while. But All the right. Noel Diary, it's terrible. Yeah. So I'm just going to say people he needs time. A, you know, I wonder if he's got a good agent or a good manager or whatever. He must. I don't know if he does because he had that whole whatever situation, the Fakakta situation with Chris, Chris Chrishell, and Where he broke up with her in a text. Yes. And then rebound married somebody else. But he know. likes this. He's yeah, so beautiful. Just, he's so beautiful. I don't want him to follow the arc of his character, Kevin, Kevin in The Nanny Baby. No. Or whatever his the show nanny, was. Yeah, the Nanny. The man. It was just The Manny. The nanny. The Manny. No, mm-hmm. agreed, Lori. Agreed. Just a reminder, tomorrow we're at Chanhassen Dinner Theater Live. If you're out yes. in the area for Santa Stop, we'd love it. If you could bring by an unwrapped gift, too, it'd be great for the kids at the Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. House. And then we've got the next three weeks. We're going to be yeah. on the road. Yeah. We're be, hopefully, Grant, week. you're going to come out with us on one of them. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers I think crossed. The people want to see you. That's hopefully. They want to meet you. Well, I, um, I, you know, I told you I was going to be spring... I was going to be quarterly a blood drive member. Yes, 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 blood yes. Center. And I was going to do be seasonal: spring, summer, fall, winter. Yes. So I missed fall, completely missed fall mm-hmm. the last time. And so Memorial Blood Centers has been contacting. They me. haven't forgot you. They haven't forgot. They me. haven't forgot you. They haven't forgot me, Grant. What do I get this weekend? You have universal blood type we need it for infant transfusions oh. so that's pulling like, on every heart okay, string yeah. every heart string is pulled yep. i will make my appointment i did make it online but I, like they i'm glad people that's seem a, to be going in but i guess they really are once again in uh, a crisis, crisis because 
for whatever, any number of reasons, who the hell knows, but the infant transfusion, if anyone from a blood bank is listening to right. me, really motivated me. It really, I okay. was just like, oh I know, my you're gosh. like, I gotta get this, I, I gotta get this going right I now. Because I do want to be, of course, because you, know, you can. Tuya, it is really easy for me. Yeah, it is. Not, it doesn't yeah, affect not me at all. And I, yeah. I got the good blood. I got the you island you want to be in a plane crash with. You, I, this okay, is and if blood. anyone can set up an IV, I I'm would be. Your, I would be on your island for the personality. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd want Lori Vaughn because right. you would make me laugh. Yeah. Julie, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Look. Oh, look. I'm getting I just a good tan. Of, oh, yes. see someone do the IV in that, uh, cra- you know, the yellow jackets? Was there an IV in that plane crash with the high school Yes, girls? there was. I think there might have and been. And Christina Ritchie, you know, she yes. is in this TV she's show Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Yes, she is. And she played the old, she played, she played, the played Wednesday in yeah. the movie. And Jenna Ortega, who plays Wednesday now, never wanted to talk to Christina Ritchie about her character because she just didn't want to have that. She wanted to have her own influence interpretation. Her at all. I right. like that. Yeah, and Christina Ritchie is just kind of talking about her role in Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and she said she didn't show. know what she was getting into with the Yellow Jackets. She plays such a wild person. She, she, I know a girl from high school who is still like this and is this girl. She's I, the wild card. For I mean, sure. but you don't ever know what you're getting, and it's always a lie. Yeah. I would go crazy yeah. if I had a friend like that. Like, but you feel like with her character. It could be genuine, but you just don't know. She pretends nice and sweet so good. Mm-hmm. She really is. Yeah. I mean, that is And then an she's, art. Just, she's just got a black heart yes. underneath. <laughs> just very dark. She plays her Remember emotions. Misty. Misty. Yeah. Playing Misty for me, that's just kind of a scary character. Did you guys know, did you get that email from someone about the St. Paul actress who plays Steve Martin's wife from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? I did saw that last no, week. tell and me. She's a St. Paul lady. Does she, L- she, Lily, she I think in? Lily Rab- Rabeth was her name. Uh, she went yeah. to High Hill Marie. Oh, really? Yeah, because we were watching, we were having, we were going down Plane, Train, Automobile um, you know, just storylines sure. on Wednesday. Yeah, Lilia uh, Robbins. Lily Robbins. Ro- Robbins. Yeah, she's uh, she's Neil's wife. So whenever he calls home, home. to tell him that, like, to say I'm, why he's not getting oh, she, home. She she's familiar though. I feel like she's done. We've a lot seen of, her in other things, but she, uh, she uh, well, this movie called Live Nude Girls in '95. Oh There's the gosh. Innocent Man in '89, The Blood Oranges in '897, Island Zero. Yeah, I mean, her face is very very familiar. Yeah. I did not know she was from Minnesota. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's awesome. St. Paul. St. Paul. There we go. Woot, woot. Do you think Casey would like a show like Wednesday? Or is that Oh, a yeah, show for yeah, me? yeah, yeah. Jeff like liked it. it. Okay. It's clever. Yeah. We thought it was very clever, and it was kind of had a hook. Because mm-hmm. after the first one, we both looked at each other and thought, hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Granted, I, you catch up with Chantram. I did not, no. There's 10 episodes now. No, we got 10. Okay, so that means I've got... two more. I've got six to binge, and... Oh, my God. Oh, we're, we're so behind on yeah, you're so lucky because uh, it is getting. I'm now as ready to I discussed again. with Royce today. Lynn's got to get out of Bombay. Okay, chop chop. We can no. Here's my question no. to you, really quickly though. No. Did you watch Tulsa King, the new one? It's not a new one. It's no. the second one oh. they showed so, last week. Yep. It, okay. Because they put that other one out way prior, and then they right. just re-released. Yeah, it's, it's a, a bummer. It's a tickling ploy to sign up for Paramount tickle, Plus tickle. or something. But everybody I've talked to about that show, my parents, a lot of other people, they really dig it. We loved and it. And I know you guys loved it, too. Yeah. Patrick Royce, he hated it. it. He hated it. He shut it, it he, off after 15 minutes. He, he thought it. it was crap. 
Really? Yeah. Is what he told us. Everyone uh. has a different feeling about Rocky. Sylvester? Mm. Yeah. 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 People really do. I kind of... I kind of liked him, even totally. though I think in person he's an absolute nut. Yeah. You know? I mean, if it wasn't for those comments that he made, other, other you know, I would have been on board, but he made yeah. some pretty bad comments there a while back. But the whole dog thing and his wife. His wife. And- he said 100% there was some interview over the weekend. I 100%. No, that was that was all done for, for media purposes. For the show. It was yeah. done for the filming of the reality show. I said that. I yeah. did this 100% for my kids. Yes. Good for I, him. I pretended to break up with drama. my mom. They needed some drama. Right, I pretended this. I right. did this all for my children. Right. Good for him. I wonder <laughs> if my mom and dad would have ever done that. <laughs> Um, my dad would have. I don't know if my mom would have. Yeah, yeah my dad would be like, yeah, I'm a star. Yeah, yeah. You know? Anyway. But, yeah, I did uh, I did enjoy this weekend. I did watch, um, gosh, what was it? Uh, it's just a classic. Uh, oh, I told you this before, but um, not Hutch, but uh, Dutch. Had? Dutch. What's that? Remember I was telling you about that before? Oh, yeah. It's, it, Dutch is a movie. It's basically like planes, trains, and automobiles. But it's from 1991. Ed O'Neill is mm-hmm. in it. Oh, I and love him. It's yeah. another John Hughes movie, yeah. which is crazy. It doesn't have a lot of good like ratings on t- Rotten Tomatoes, but it's John Hughes, who's classic. Yeah, love him. Yeah. And, and Ed O'Neill picks up this little brat kid from his little school and brings him back to his mom and the journey they have on the way home together. And you know Ed O'Neill. I mean, oh, yeah. It's a great movie. He's a that, great commandant. That didn't get the love that it should have. Yeah. So I did watch that this weekend. You did. I yeah. love it. Uh, it's, I, I did a lot of holiday watching this yeah. weekend. So. I know. Me, me, Westerns in football with my dad. Westerns. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, Westerns. And my dad on Saturday, he goes, aren't you tired from shopping? I said, yeah, I'm going down to a bar and I'm sitting on a bar stool. So <laughs> I'm, I'm that wins. tired. I'm not that tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Everyone have a great night. We'll be at the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater tomorrow if you're out in the neighborhood. Stop by. Job done. Off you go. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.